0: Welcome to the Manage My Wedding Podcast, where we believe your wedding is the most important time in your life and you deserve to feel supported and organized when planning the wedding of your dreams. I'm your host, Yvette Sitters. Hello and welcome to episode 79. Today we are talking everything virtual weddings. We're discussing exactly what a virtual wedding is how bridal couples plan for a virtual wedding and all the do's and the don'ts of virtual weddings. Now, I think this is a really important topic at the moment because we definitely have to change what we do when people cannot attend our weddings. And well, you know, all over the world, we can't travel anymore. So I am really, really, really excited to have Caroline from Wedfully, join me. Now, before I get into that podcast, I just wanted to make mention that last week we did release the Manage My Wedding Ultimate Checklist Bundle. Now this checklist bundle included four very important checklists that you honestly cannot go without. One of them was all about delegating and in that it lists for you all the tasks you need to delegate and then you need to allocate somebody to those tasks because you know that support crew is so important in your on your wedding day. There is an overnight bag checklist which tells you all the things that you need to pack for the night of your wedding and the night prior as well. And trust me, there's so many things that you will forget and you will not have time to dash out and get them. Then the third checklist in that is your photographer checklist. Now I am talking family photos, photos you need with friends, not just your standard kissing your husband photo or, you know, taking your garter off. I'm talking photos with people that are important to you that you will probably regret if you do not have them taken on the day. Then the final checklist in that is your honeymoon and home checklist. I love this checklist because trust me, I made the fatal mistake uh, the day after my wedding in realizing I hadn't packed for my honeymoon, which I was leaving for two days after my wedding. And I was frantic. I forgot to pack things. I forgot to organize the things that needed to be done at home also while I was away. So this is also a very important checklist and it should be done before the wedding day because you're exhausted after the wedding and you just do not have time to focus on these important tasks. So this bundle is just going to alleviate so much stress in the lead up to your wedding day. So please head to the show notes and there is a link there that you can go straight to the checklist bundle and check that out. But let's get into this podcast now. Today, I'm chatting with Caroline from Wedfully and Wedfully Plan and Produce Virtual Weddings. Now, this topic I've wanted to discuss on the podcast for some time now due to the pandemic changing the way that we're holding weddings. So when Caroline got in touch with us and I couldn't have honestly said yes any quicker. So I'm really looking forward to chatting and learning all about the virtual wedding world and helping those of you who are still really trying to navigate your wedding planning with your guests and your loved ones that can't be there with you. So welcome to the podcast.
1: Thank you. Thank you. I'm so excited to chat all things virtual weddings. It's a hot topic. Oh, it certainly is. I mean, it's sad that it's a hot topic, but I think virtual
0: aside from the pandemic is so important anyway. It's the way of the world.
1: (laughs) Totally. And I think, you know, that's a little bit of silver lining is that we've been able to see how magical virtual weddings can be and that they can be Utilized in so many other ways than just a pandemic crutch, and um, different than just pandemic weddings.
0: Yeah, I agree. So, tell us about Wedfle and what exactly is a virtual wedding?
1: Yes. So, Wedfle started in two thousand seventeen. Before we had our massive pandemic pivot, we were doing virtual wedding planning. So, I'm sure not too different than Manage My Wedding. You know, I, I'd heard about the app when I was doing research. So. <laughs> You know, we started out with that. And when the pandemic hit, things were just obviously chaos. And so I thought about how we were going to move forward with the business and the idea of doing a Zoom wedding specifically for publicity reasons popped into my head and seemed like it'd be pretty, pretty easy to execute on, which... (laughs) jokes on me. It's not that easy to actually (laughs) cute. (laughs) I'm sure jokes on a lot of people too, who have tried to DIY it. (laughs) But yeah, so we did want our first wedding back in March of 2020. And we started to get some press around it, started to do more and more weddings. And we are now at, I think like 650 weddings later. And we've really kind of seen the magic of what a virtual wedding can be. And also just amazing. It can be in a post-pandemic world for guests that can't attend regardless of its financial health, you know, whatever it may be, other plans getting in the way. And it's just the perfect add-on to your wedding to make sure that you don't have to lose out on those guests being present and that they really can enjoy in an elevated, amazing way. You know, it's not a second tier attending way at all is what we've yeah. found it really just is allows couples to give their guests that convenience of making the decision for themselves and not having to miss out on things.
0: Yeah. Oh, I think it's great that you did this. It's so, I mean, wedding planning to start with is such a wonderful industry to be in, but but you have to pivot your business into a virtual. Wedding business, say thank you firstly because we <laughs> we needed it, and congratulations on doing that. Thank wedding. you, that's amazing. Thank you. I'm even thinking, you know, in Australia, if we even have to go to a wedding. That's I, I'm in Queensland, and if you need to go to a wedding that's in Perth, Western Australia, you know that's a, it's a seven hour flight, and if someone's pregnant, they they can't go. So I'm just thinking, you know, out of the pandemic, there's just so many reasons why someone can't be your mm-hmm. wedding. So, yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, that's like California to New York, right? Same yeah. thing. It's, it's just, there are so many reasons that we can't be at people's wedding days and there's no reason that we shouldn't be able to celebrate and join in in that magic. I mean, talk about budget too, like both sides of the guest's perspective and the couple's perspective. Like I think we've seen just with how expensive weddings have gotten in the past, you know, decade, It is a hard decision to make to cut your guest list. And we've seen so many couples that have been able to include that virtual element, maybe cut, you know, mom's book club. That's the joke we always say internally like, mom really wants her (laughs) book club friends there, but you know, you can still include them, appease your mom, make sure they get to see it, but you don't have to waste part of your budget that may be super tight on that. But additionally, on the guest side, you know, I'll talk from personal experience. Like, I don't always have the cash to fly, get a hotel, get a flight, get a dress. Like, there's not necessarily the budget there to go to every single person that I love's wedding. So, being given this option, also from a guest perspective, is just a really a nice relief on our end as guests.
0: Yeah, I agree. Oh, and so many people are even having destination weddings outside of the pandemic. That's quite a popular. Yeah. Thing. And they're expensive, like you said. So I love it. Expensive.
1: And I think people are kind of into an intimate wedding right now. Like they're kind of, I think yes. it's a trend, you know, and people do want that intimate wedding. And destination, I feel like has been the escape path. <laughs> <in a way. laughs> yes. And so you can have, we always say, have your cake and eat it too. Like go do that destination wedding and keep it small, but then include those that you do feel bad about cutting virtually.
0: Yeah, I agree. I think it's great. So tell us, Caroline, how does the bridal couple plan for a virtual wedding?
1: We have two different packages here at Wedfully. We have ceremony only, which is super popular for couples who want to keep it very low planning stress. You know, a lot of times we have that cocktail hour in between ceremony and reception, and that doesn't lend itself very well to virtual world because... It's a lot of dead air time for those guests to be entertained by our team. So, <laughs> yes. ceremony only is a great package. It includes two planning calls, super low lift on the planning side and on the couple's end. But there's still this multi-angle production that guests get to get to um, experience, and we have vow cameras. So, you know what we can do is set up an aisle camera, a ceremony camera, what we call vow cameras, and capture each face. During the vows, you know, you really feel like you are up close and personal. So ceremony only is a great option for that. Like I said, people who want to keep it super low stress. And then we do have a complete wedding option. And this is for those people who want to lean into the virtual element, right? Like some people do just want to go the whole nine yards and they're like, let's orient my wedding around making it super exciting for these virtual guests. We call these like virtual pioneers, you know, it's a little bit wacky. It's a little bit outside of the norm, Um, but they will sometimes restructure their wedding timeline to actually have like a full hour and a half or two hours of events that cater to both in-person and virtual. So they'll include first dances, they'll do toasts, um, they'll do The group dance, which is a crowd favorite, where we will jumbotron spotlight people at home dancing on the screen for people on site to see, virtual reception tables. So the sky's kind of the limit on where you can go with it, but you can also keep it super simple and just make sure people are able to tune into the ceremony.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I love that you've got the options because I'm thinking, you know, some people they do just want to do ceremony. And some people, I know that I've heard that some people, they're like, well, we no one could come all the everywhere's locked down we're going to do it at home. And then they just literally send out meals and like high yes. tea and stuff to people so that they can be really involved in the food element as well. So you yeah. And we've really. had like
1: virtual bartenders and, you know, fun stuff for people <laughs> to really get involved. I mean, the pandemic brought out a lot of creativity, right? So oh, yeah. it was fun to see all that. Thank gosh. Isn't it for the internet? Like, wow. You know, <laughs> lucky we had it. Yes. Yes.
0: And tell us, what are the do's and the don'ts of a virtual wedding?
1: This is so funny. So the one that I always joke about as a guest is don't attend from your car. I know that sounds so silly, but the amount of people that we've seen attend a virtual wedding from their car is absolutely hilarious. But in all seriousness, you know, the do's from the couple's perspective is do get help. (laughs) I mean, whether that's your friend who's like really good And tech savvy, it's a lot more work than just propping up a phone on a tripod and hitting go. You know, there's a lot of horror stories that have come out of that. So, if you are going to go the extra mile and make sure that people can attend virtually and giving them that option, then don't cut them short, right? You still want this to be a good experience, regardless if you're attending in person or virtual. So, definitely have someone that's managing that aspect, just like you would have for other aspects of your wedding. And if you are going to go the DIY route for budget reasons, totally fine. Just make sure you do your research and do find family, friends or friends that you can lean on to kind of manage that piece for you. But that's kind of my biggest piece of advice. And I would say don't underestimate the experience that people can have virtually. It's not... Like I said, like you might be sitting in the back, you know, back of the church or back of the chairs at an in person wedding, and you can like barely hear the vows, you know, because maybe they don't have the right mic system. Yeah. Virtually, you're right there with them. Like you have the front row seat, you're in front of the parents, you get to see the emotions. So just know that that option can be super elevated and wonderful for those guests that can't attend in person. And so putting the time and effort and planning love into that is worth it.
0: Yeah. It's, it's funny when you say that, that actually, cause I was thinking of my own wedding, which was outside and it was an amazing location and, but it was really windy on my wedding day. I mean, everyone said they could hear it, but you don't know if they're always telling you the truth.
1: i I'm <laughs> like, Oh, I doubt those people at the back could, <laughs> you know? Right. Which isn't <laughs> the end of the world. I mean, it's more about you and your partner anyways, but yeah. I mean, I've attended plenty of weddings where I'm like, all right, I have no clue what they're saying, but like, yeah. cheers, cheers to the happy couple.
0: And when you can hear, you can get really engrossed in the emotions with them. It's a really beautiful feeling. You could really feel the love when you can hear
1: everything. Yeah. And I think that's, what's been so surprising for even us as a team at Wedfully is how emotional these events are because you really are, instead of focusing on what you're eating or what you're drinking or who you're sitting by, like you're really just focused on the words and the ceremony itself. And it's really quite emotional and I'm not an emotional person and I will find myself crying during people's vows. I mean, it is really beautiful to get pulled into that and, and be caught up in that moment. And you don't lose that if you're virtually attending.
0: Yeah. That's lovely. Oh yeah. I can get soppy at weddings. (laughs)
1: <laughs> know, so funny like we're in the industry we've probably been, like seen so many weddings and yet <laughs> totally some vows just hit differently mm, I know some people
0: are really clever with their vows they are I know
1: and I'm like oh I would love to do that and then I think about it and I'm like I would never be able to do
0: that <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what's been I'm, I know I didn't say I was going to ask this but what have what's been your most memorable virtual wedding so far
1: Oh, that's a good question. So I am more of an alternative wedding person. So I am not married. I'm not engaged, but I have been together with my partner forever. And I've obviously in being in the wedding industry planned it over and over. And my favorite kinds of weddings are the ones that are just a little wacky. So we did have someone do a like funky disco prom themed wedding. She wore a white, like glossy or shimmery, Suit kind of, and pink fluffy, you know, like those super popular pink fluffy like slides, like little slip-ons. Yes, she had those. They had like extreme. I mean, they they did fully virtual, right? So they had like a full backdrop of balloons and like glitz and glam, and they it was just this whole production, and it was I was living for it. It was so amazing. (laughs) The graphics were so great. So that was one of my favorites. But some of my other favorites have been like, I actually got to attend in person, a Wedfully wedding and be on the other side. And that oh, wow. was, yeah, well, actually my brother got married using Wedfully and my yes. best friend, one of my best friends, and both of their weddings were so intimate in person. And yet I know the virtual crowd had an amazing time because we heard from them later. And those were some of my favorite. They were like 30 people in person, 200 plus virtually. And we did kind of lean in and and they did like, you know, first dances, group dances. So any Wedfully wedding that has an epic group dance is amazing. Sounds fun.
0: So you, you, everyone will log in and then at Wedfully you control kind of what's being seen as such.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we're kind of like production people in a way. We do offer onsite services in certain areas, but for the most part, we typically, it's pretty DIY. They can rent equipment from us and we'll ship it to them ahead of time. And then we'll actually work with an appointed onsite contact of theirs, of the couples. And um, they'll prop up the actual equipment. So they'll put the tripods up. They'll put the phones in there. We typically use smartphones. And then once everything's tuned in and connected, we'll handle everything on our end. And so we'll handle the spotlighting. We'll handle any screen sharing we'll make sure that the production is buttoned up. We're there as like the support system for any tech support. It's really nice too that we are virtual because yeah. we're on the on their level, right? Like we're not getting pulled into any in-person activities that we all know wedding activities are crazy. And if you were trying <laughs> yes. to manage both, you'd be like, oh my gosh, the flower arch is blowing away. And I'm also trying to like, let these people into the Zoom meeting. You know, it's just, it's nice to have us solely focused on that.
0: Yeah, I bet that sounds sounds quite Fun actually and easy much or not always easier technically, but once you get started, yeah. I'm sure. So yes. you have lots of experience as you mentioned at the start before virtual weddings, your wedding planner. So what is your number one wedding tip? I always love to okay, ask So
1: this. yes, I will say I pose as a wedding planner. I'm a software engineer by trade. I don't really want to be planning the weddings. I like the business building stuff more. But my biggest tip after having seen all these virtual events and having been involved in these in-person, like bigger, more traditional weddings, is just that I want couples to have the freedom to do what they want to do and to throw, you know, preconceived ideas of what they think they have to do at their wedding to the wayside and really lean into what makes sense for them. So I know that's really hard for a lot of couples and there are things that kind of suck, suck you in, and you know there are other decision makers in the mix you have parents and you have friends and so i do think kind of sticking to you and staying staying true to you and sticking to your guns with what you want is super important and i think a good way to do that and you can correct me on this cuz you're more you're better on the planning side of a traditional wedding but like i would say choose those things that really matter to you and then lean into those and let others have opinions on the other things because, you know, some stuff you ought to let go and let others chime in on so that they're happy, but really choosing what matters the most to you. Like we had a couple, for example, who for her, her vows, their vows were number one on the list. And number two was just feeling like she was physically present like she didn't want to have that wedding day blackout that a lot of people talk about where you're like oh my gosh I just blinked and it was over yeah and so they decided to go intimate and have a virtual guest count because they they had like 15 in person and I think like 200 virtually and that was because she was like it was just so important to me to keep things small intimate about us I didn't want to get stage fright I didn't want to like make it about someone else on my wedding day. I don't know if that's a great example, but yes, you know, if you want dancing, lean into dancing. If you want, if you want everyone to have a good time, lean into an open bar, you know, there's just like, I think things that you prioritize and then the rest kind of let go, let live, I guess.
0: Yeah. I love that. I, I really talk about that a lot. So my listeners, They'll be understanding what you're saying, and I couldn't agree with you more. It's the most important thing when you don't go with what is yours and your partner's personalities. I think it shows as well. Mm-hmm. I think there's more love, and it's just it's a better wedding when it's all about the yeah. couple love because you can see how happy yeah. they are. They're not happy fulfilling everyone else; they're just fulfilling themselves. It's just so yeah. important, and I also think that you know when someone gives you that advice, just oh, just nod your head, say, thank you. I take that on board and then move on. Yeah. We all you know. want to
1: insert our opinions everywhere. So yes. <laughs> it's going to happen always. You just not, <laughs> nod and smile, nod and smile. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I'll totally think about that. Thank you.
0: <laughs> no, that was a great tip. Thank you very much. Cause you share my passion there very, very much. So <laughs> yeah. now I want you to tell everyone where they can find you because I think everyone in the world at the moment needs Wedfully if they're getting married in some aspect, but can you talk a little bit about those in America and those not in America and how they can find you and chat to you?
1: Yeah, definitely. So our website is the best way to find us. We have, you can create an account input all your wedding info so that we have that going in and then you can book a call with our team most of our team is based in the US, but we do love weddings around the world. So just message into the team, whether in the chat bot or in the send us a message section on our website, just message in, let us know that you're not in the US, you're on a different time in a different time zone. And we can absolutely make it work so that we can connect, have that pre-wedding free consultation just to get an idea of what it is we offer and how it can fit into your wedding. And then we can definitely get you on the books. We will wake up. I've woken up at 2 a.m. U.S. time if I need to. We're here for it. We'll do it. We love weddings Mm -hmm. all over. So definitely just chime in, reach out and let us know that you aren't in the U.S. and we'll definitely get you set up and ready to go. But the best place to reach us and the best place to see sappy wedding content that will make you cry even though it's all virtual is on our website
0: excellent thank you so everyone go and go and check out wedfully and And it's
1: one l which a lot of people don't realize so w-e-d-f-u-l-y
0: yes important (laughs) and i'm going to pop everything also everyone in the show notes so all the information everything you need to know will be in there as well
1: Perfect. Yeah. And I know we're offering $100 off for everyone listening. So definitely check out the show notes, get that code and you can input that upon sign up.
0: Oh, that is fantastic. Thank you so much. Very grateful for that. And thank you for chatting with us today.
1: Of course. Thank you for having me and reach out to us, find us. We're excited to Wedfully Australia is coming at you hot.
0: Yay. I can't wait. Thank you. Thanks. Oh, thank you so much to Caroline for taking the time to chat with me today. I just think this is such an important topic at the moment because really in some countries, if you aren't prepared to virtually have some people attend your wedding, then they're never going to attend your wedding because we just don't know when we're going to be allowed to open some of these countries and state borders anytime soon. And, you know, I think that this is just such an important topic forever this what we've discussed today because it's expensive as we discussed in the podcast and to travel or sometimes we just can't due to health and pregnancy and many other reasons so I think virtual weddings are here to stay and if you enjoyed this podcast today please leave me a review I love to hear when you have enjoyed the podcast and got something from it and until next time. Enjoy being engaged and staying stress free and organized while planning the winning of your dreams.